is war in the spirit. Your God-given, God-guided resource for all things truth and all things kingdom based on the word of God and the influence of the Holy Spirit. Stay tuned for this week's spiritual truth. Worship is a lifestyle. You were originally designed to be a spirit, a son, a daughter of God. Hey, spiritual warriors, welcome back to War in the Spirit podcast. This is Faith Cawthon Green back for a brand new episode of War in the Spirit. And this week, I'm actually doing a video podcast, just kind of testing it out to see um, how I like it. So if you're my audio listeners, you can find the video version on Spotify. You just go to Spotify and um, search War in the Spirit, or you can also find it on my YouTube channel at War in the Spirit Live. So this week I'm doing a double header. So I'm going to publish two uh, episodes this week. Um, you are tuned in for the first episode of the double header entitled Stay Woke. This is season number eight, episode number four. So as I was preparing for this podcast, I was kind of sitting and um God kept saying, tell the people to open their eyes, tell them to open their eyes. And I kept going, okay, God, what what do you want them to know? And so when he gave me the title, Stay Woke, I went to look up the meaning of woke. And of course, woke is generally a, a slang used in the United States. And it means to be aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues. Generally speaking, it's normally talking about social justice issues or things like racism. And I, I sat and I was thinking about this and I was just like, you know, it's so funny because we all want to believe that we are woke. But the truth is, most of us are still asleep and oblivious to what matters the most. When when we are talking about being woke in the natural, it pertains to being aware of issues of social injustice and racism. However, I'm here to tell you that you you can be aware of all the social injustice and all the racism and all the other things that you want. But if you're not aware of what is at work behind those issues, baby, you sound asleep. You see, because what's behind those things are spirits and we are trying to fight those spirits in a natural way. So... That's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. You know, you hit a baby in the background that's um, I'm mommying at the same time. Sidebar, um, I'm going to be coming out with a new podcast called Ministry and Mommying. Um, and so it's going to be coming out maybe in the next month or two. So keep your eyes out for that. I'll tell you when it's launched. But it's basically talking about how to balance your purpose and your your practical life. Um, it's not just for moms and it's not just for ministers. It's for everyone who's trying to f- strike that balance in their lives. But anyway, I digress. Um, so, you know, we think we woke, but we really asleep because we're not operating in the way that we need to operate in order to fight the things that we're trying to fight. 
So this takes me to Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 17. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. <laughs> so we're not wrestling against people, but see, we've decided that if we march in the streets and, and, and we bring awareness to these things that it's going to change or shift something and it, and it might bring more awareness, but at the end of the day, if you're not fighting what's at the root of it, you are fighting a losing battle because you'll chop it off at the stem. And guess what? It's going to regrow. That's why in, when we see the civil rights movement, when we see the civil rights movement, yes, it, it, it changed some things. It shifted some things. It, it caused some, it caused some, uh, some new legislation, but at the end of the day, we did not fight it at the root of what was going on, which is the spirits behind it. There's a, a dark force behind these things that causes people to take on these different types of perspectives and these broken mindsets and these um, this hatred. That's a spirit. It's driven by the enemy. And we are not woke to it because we're walking around every day going on like nothing's wrong. Like we have, we're completely oblivious to what is actually happening around us. And what is actually happening around us cannot be seen with the natural eye. What's happening around us can only be seen with a spiritual eye. Wake up. Open your eyes see it's like you need night vision goggles so you need night vision goggles in order to be able to see what is happening in the spirit see because when 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 a a, a, a team goes into a dark space they see nothing but darkness but when they put on the night vision goggles they can see specifically what is happening. See, you've been in the dark for too long. And you've been okay with being in the dark for too long and being oblivious to what's happening around you and, and, and getting frustrated and getting angry and getting depressed at the circumstances that are happening around you. But here's the thing. You have the power to shift it. But the reason that you can't tap into that power is first... Because you can't see what's actually going on or you're not even looking for it. You're, you've settled into just seeing in the natural. Maybe that ain't woke. That's sound asleep. And that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to be sound asleep, completely oblivious to how he's moving in your life. To how he's affecting your life, your circumstances, your mindsets, your heart posture, your spirit. It's time to wake up. And it's it's funny because 
the first thing, like I said, that you need to do in order to fight is to be able to see and understand what's actually happening. And in this next, the next episode of this doubleheader, listen in because I'm going to tell you the other thing that you need to do. I'm going to talk about sonship and daughtership. But so the rest of uh, Ephesians, this is picking up Ephesians chapter six at um, verse 13. It says, therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore, having belted your waist with truth. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace, in addition to all taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, God is giving you a blueprint right here. He's like, here's everything you need to fight the battle that you need to fight in order to have the victory in your life. He's saying, hey, look, you need truth. So First, the first thing to recognize about truth is you got to recognize God's truth, not your truth. You, you got to recognize God's truth, not the world's truth, not your friend's truth, not your family's truth. God's truth. Because that's the only truth there is. You know how they say, oh, there's there's a there's always a two sides to a story. And then somewhere in the middle is is the truth. Yeah. Because oftentimes we, we lean into what's convenient for us. We, we lean into what's comfortable. But it's time for us to stop leaning and it's time for us to stand firm on the truth. No matter how much it hurts. No matter how uncomfortable it is. No, no matter how we think it's going to affect a situation, a relationship. The truth will set you free. And it brings me to Matthew chapter 7, um, and this is, I'm going to start at verse 13. It says, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it. For the gate is narrow and the way is constrict that leads to life, and there are few who find it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, uh, people are following each other off a cliff like lemmings right into darkness, right into the ways of the world. We're, we're looking at what everybody else is doing and going, oh, well, it looks like it's working for them. So let me jump on that bandwagon. No, 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 no. You, you can't jump on their bandwagon because... They're not operating in the proper way. You see, you see what the people in the world are doing and it looks successful. But guess what? They lead you right through that gate of destruction. See, the gate is wide and broad that leads to destruction. So if you following everybody else, guess what? That ain't the narrow gate. Because my Bible right here says, 
few find it. It's a narrow gate. That means if you're following what everybody else is doing, if you're following everybody else's blueprint, everybody else's formula, everybody else's um, way of life, then guess what? You're probably walking through that gate of destruction. It's wide. And, and the enemy will give you all the room you want just so you'll walk through that gate. But see, God's gate is narrow because, because God needs to prune you. He, he can't let you bring all that baggage through his gate. See, see, he's not going to let you bring all your mess through his gate. That's why his gate is narrow. No, no, no. In order to walk through his gate, you're going to have to cut some stuff away. And in order to walk through his gate, you're going to have to let go of some things. In order to walk through his gate, you're, you're going to have to, 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 to seek him. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to shift. You're going to uh, have to allow him to clean you up and shape you into what he desires for you to be. That gate is narrow. You can't walk through that gate carrying all your extra weight and all your extra baggage and your mess and your and your personal agendas and your pride and your greed you can't bring that stuff through God's narrow gate and too many of us are not willing to see the truth face the truth and walk in the truth so that we can go through the narrow gate we're more comfortable with walking through the wide gate. The gate that everybody else is walking through. But that gate leads to destruction. And it brings me down to uh, Matthew 7. Uh, this is verse 15. A tree and its fruit. Beware of the false prophets. Who come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Pause. See, <laughs> in order to be able to see the wolf in sheep's clothing, you got to be woke. Otherwise, you're going to say, oh, but they're really nice. Oh, but they speak to me every day. You know what? <clears throat> you know how they say, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Well, baby, because the enemy is clever. He is cunning. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna let you know who he is when he's in your midst. Because he wants to lead you through that gate of destruction. He wants you to follow him through that gate. <clears throat> and you know what's funny? It's it's almost like he's he's dangling a pork chop in front of you. And y'all just chase it <laughs> because it's an opportunity to eat. And half of y'all don't even eat pork. But you're chasing the pork because you're like, oh, oh, it's, it's food. And that's what we do in, in life, too. That's what we do with, with, with the things of the world, too. We go, oh, well, it looks good. Oh, it, it sounds good. But, baby, that's pork and pork ain't in your diet. But you're chasing it because it looks good and it sounds good, but you haven't tested it to see if it's actually good for you. See, everything that glitters is not gold. You better put on your night vision goggles because some stuff that looks good is the enemy just dangling something in front of you 
to get you out of position, to lead you through that wide gate of destruction. See, just because you saw somebody else eat it and they came up on that pork chop because they they looked like that pork chop was good. They ate it and that pork chop was good to them. Oh, that's exactly how the enemy tricks you. And we out here going, well, pork must be the key to success. I saw them eat it and they came up. I'm sure when when uh when Eve ate the apple, she was like, Oh, it's good. And then she went, what'd she do? Take it over there to Adam. Oh, ain't nothing happy here. Bite this. And this is exactly what we do. Oh, Eve got something good. That apple was good. Girl, did you taste that? Here, girl, take a bite. And this is exactly how the, the gate to destruction gets wider and wider. And we just follow each other. One after the other after the other. Meanwhile, ain't nobody said, wait a minute. Where this apple come from? But is this the apple that God said don't eat? It, but we just handing the apple down the line. Here, take a bite. Yeah, yeah, take a bite. Well, I'm going to say fruit because we don't know that it was an apple. I digress. But here, take a bite. Here, girl, oh, this is sweet. Here, take a bite. Ain't nobody asking no questions. Well, wait a minute. I saw what you did and you came up on it. And then I saw somebody else do it and they came up on it. And I saw somebody else do it and they came up on it. But ain't nobody gone back and said, wait a minute, God, is this what I'm supposed to do? God, is this you? God, is this what you have for my life? God, is this your plan? God, is this your will? God, is this you? Or is this just something that's glittery? You know, when I think about glitter, glitter, it, it looks pretty. <laughs> it looks pretty on a garment, right? But but when you put the garment on, you realize you got glitter everywhere. And it's hard to get off. So when you put that glittery thing on, when you take that glittery thing, you get that glitter everywhere. And guess what? The enemy is just, just taking over. Just taking over. And once you let the enemy get a foothold in your life, it's hard to get that glitter off. You get you get you get glitter all over your body. You get glitter on your furniture. You get glitter on your in your house. You, you get glitter in your food. You get glitter, you get glitter everywhere. And eventually you look up and the darkness has taken over everything. Why? Because you saw something that glittered. And you thought it was gold. But guess what? It was fool's gold. Because you didn't go to God and say, God, is this you? Because you weren't wearing your night vision goggles. You couldn't see the enemy coming to attack you. You couldn't see what that opportunity truly was. You couldn't see that it was bait because you wasn't woke. Y'all out here sleeping. And you know, as I think about, I, I go back to this, this pork chop and, 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 and I think about that and, and how we just see what other people do and we just decide, well, it looks good for them. It worked for them. I'm going to follow that. <laughs> and it made me think about how we can't chew on the same things because we all don't have the same blood type. Did you know that there's research 
that there are certain things that you should and shouldn't eat according to your blood type? Naturally. See, and we as believers have a blood type too. The blood type of Jesus. At least we're supposed to have the blood type of Jesus. We were created in his image. But in some of our lives, the darkness has taken over so much that we need a transfusion. Because we ain't looking like Jesus. We ain't walking like Jesus. We ain't talking like Jesus. We let the darkness take over. Because we was chewing on the wrong things. Because we were eating the wrong things. Because we were taking the bait. Because we took the glitter. <laughs> there wasn't gold. And when I think about that, it also makes me think about the refining fire. God's refining fire refines you and makes you like gold. But so many of us want to take the shortcut. See, glitter is a cheap substitute. Glitter has absolutely no value. You can go to the Dollar Tree and buy you a container of glitter. See, gold costs something. And many of us are not willing to pay the cost. Gold requires a process. First, you, you, you got to mine that gold and then you got to sift it out to get the gold. And then you got to weigh the gold and, and then you got to uh, uh, heat the gold up, melt it down. It has to be refined. There's a process. And, and then the gold has to be shaped into whatever image that it's supposed to be. See, but so many of us don't want to go through the process of the refining. We want to call ourselves gold. We want to say, I'm a dime piece. I'm, 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 I'm priceless. But we haven't gone through the process of refining to make that true. Too many of us are just a glitter. Cheap substitutes because we ain't woke and the enemy is just sitting back and laughing going huh, they don't even know you know why the enemy got so much jurisdiction in your life you know why he can come in and frustrate you and make you angry and and disrupt situations and bring illness into your life and and bring a uh, 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 discord into your life because you don't know who you are You don't know your true kingdom identity. You don't know your true power. I talked about this uh, two episodes ago when I, I, I aired Power Surge. We don't know our authority. We don't know who we are. You know why? Because we okay with settling for glitter. Instead of going through the refining process to be gold. And it brings me to Luke chapter 12 and i'm going to read verses uh, i think i'm going to read verses 41 through 48 it says peter said lord are you telling this parable to us or to everyone else as well and the lord said who then is the faithful and sensible steward whom his master will put in charge of his servants to give them their rations at the proper time. Blesses that slave whom his master finds so doing when he comes. 
Truly, I say to you that he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that slave says in his heart, my master will take a long time to come and he begins to beat the other slaves, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk, then the master of that slave will come on a day that he does not expect and at an hour that he does not know and will cut him in two and assign him a place with the unbelievers. And that slave who knew his master's will and did not get ready or act in accordance with his will will receive many blows. But the one who did not know it and committed acts deserving of beating will receive only a few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And to whom they entrusted much of him, they will ask all the more. You see, we as believers don't have an excuse. Because we know better. Because you know the master's will. Because you know his word. But you choose not to walk fully in it. Walking partially in it ain't enough. His word says he will spew the lukewarm out of his mouth. He don't want no lukewarm Christians. He don't want no lukewarm servants. You can't straddle the fence. You can't be going in the gate of destruction and going. You can't move when you're straddling the fence, right? You're stuck. You got to decide. Are you, are you going to walk in the master's will because you know it? Or are you going to keep settling for glitter? See, y'all better learn how to see what's really at work around you. God is going to hold you more accountable because you know better. You ain't going to be able to say, God, I didn't know. God, it was the enemy. Adam and Eve, guess what? Adam and Eve said that enemy led them to that apple. But at the end of the day, it still got them cast out of the garden. They couldn't blame it. On, on the enemy, God, God cast all three of them out and cursed all three of them. So you ain't going to be able to point the blame at anybody else. God is holding you accountable. I don't care if they did it too. I don't care if you followed them, if they led you into it. You know better. So you got to do better. It's time to get woke. See, you need to learn to see the unseen and to hear the unheard. You're out here marching in the streets and posting on social media and fighting people. But what you should be fighting is the spirits influencing those people. Again, you brought a knife to a gunfight. And because of that, you keep on losing. We fight in a losing battle. Because there are things that are at work around us that we cannot see in the natural and thus cannot fight. Doesn't mean you can't fight, but you can only fight when you can see and understand and seek for what is happening in the spiritual realm. 
That's the real fight. But the enemy wants you to believe that if you address that person, that if you fight in a practical manner, it's going to fix your problem. Mm -mm. And he's just sitting back laughing like they don't even know their own power. They don't know that they were created to have dominion. They don't know that they were created to subdue. They don't know that I don't have no jurisdiction in their life. They don't know that they that that life and death is in the power of their tongue. They don't know that they can speak to that mountain and tell it to move. They don't know that whatever they say, if they believe and do not doubt, they shall have it. They don't even know it. And if they know it, they don't believe it. They don't have the faith to walk in it. And he's just sitting back going, huh. Y'all ain't woke. Y'all sound asleep. So let me ring the alarm. It's time to wake up. It's time to open your eyes. You can't sleep on this no more. It's detrimental to your life. To the life that God desires to give you. To the one he created specifically for you is detrimental to your identity because you ain't walking in it. It's detrimental to your purpose because you're living below it. It's detrimental to your prosperity because you ain't found it yet. It's detrimental to your inheritance because you're forfeiting it. Stay woke. Matthew 13, 10 through 17 says, And the disciples came up and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And Jesus answered them, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has, to him more shall be given, and he will have an abundance, but whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables because while seeing, they do not see. And while hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in their case, the prophecy of, of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, you keep on listening, but shall not understand. And you shall keep on looking, but shall not perceive. For the heart of this people has become dull with their ears. They scarcely hear and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart and return. And I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly, I say to you that many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. See, we think we woke, but we are not. We are walking around in the dark, completely oblivious to what is actually happening around us completely oblivious to how to fight and respond and to shift things in our lives <laughs> we are ever seeing but completely blind ever hearing and completely deaf because we haven't tapped into the spirit where we can actually hear and see What's really affecting our lives. 
What's really going to bring about a change? What's really going to bring about a shift? That's how you fight. That's how you fight in the spirit. Put on the whole armor of God. That's how you weapon up. His word is like a sword, a double-edged sword. Do you know it? Do you live by it? Do you use it to govern your life? Not part of it, all of it. Stay woke. It's time to open your eyes to see what is actually happening around you. It's not the sum of your physical circumstances. It's the sum of your spiritual circumstances. We are spirits having a human experience. And it's time for us to get back to seeing. You know, when I when I think about uh, uh, Job, I teach about Job a lot because I relate to Job a lot. Um, but in Job 42 there, I, I think it's I think it's, it's, it's either verse 5 or verse 10. He says, before my ear heard you, but now my eye sees you. All of that stuff that Job went through. It was God trying to get Job to see him. See, we we hear God's word and 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 we go to church and we read it for face value. But we don't truly understand it. And when we truly understand it, we will begin to see who God really is. His character, his nature. And then we can become witness for him. We can't be witness for God if we don't know him for real. It's like being a character witness for somebody on the stand. The world has put God on trial. And you're supposed to be his character witness. But if you don't know his character, if you don't know his nature, if you don't have that type of relationship with him, you can't be his witness. If you're always fraternizing with the other side, you can't be his witness. That makes you an, an, an incredible, an, a non-credible witness. It, it sullies your credibility with God. If, 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 imagine you being on trial and your friend coming to court to be a character witness for you. And the prosecution saying to your character witness, well, I saw you fraternizing with the, with the, uh, the enemy. So what kind of witness are you? See, because we, we, we spend too much time fraternizing with the world. It, it, it decreases. It waters down our credibility to speak on behalf of God. I mean, it's simple. You're going to walk through that gate of destruction. You're going to follow everybody else. Are you going to open your eyes and wake up and see what's happening around you and change and shift and go in a different direction and truly learn how to fight? Not what you're natural, but in the spiritual. Stay.
woke. That's the word that God had for me to release today. This is the first, like I said, of a double header. So stay tuned for the second part of this double header. It will be entitled Get Back Up. So if you receive this message and you feel led to sow, you may do so at Cash App Dollar Sign War in the Spirit or at Venmo War in the Spirit 12. If God puts it on your heart, then do it. If he doesn't, then don't. And and a seed is not always a monetary. Maybe God wants you to sow a seed of obedience. Maybe God wants you to sow a seed of service. Maybe God wants you to sow a seed of sacrifice. Whatever that looks like for you. He has to show you, not me. It's not about it's not about sowing into me or my life or my ministry. This is about sowing into the kingdom. So whatever way that God desires for you to sow, to put something in the ground, to bring a harvest forth, he has to show you that. And if you need help, if you want insight, if you want additional content, um, you can uh, find me on Instagram at Faith Cawthon Green, uh, at Faith underscore Cawthon Green. You can find me on uh, YouTube at War in the Spirit Live or on Facebook at Faith Cawthon Green. If you want help, if you need help getting closer to God, if you want more insight, if you want more direction, if you just need a, a good push, um, you can contact me via email at War in the Spirit 12. I love you guys. Have an awesome week. Tune in for the second part of this doubleheader. Bye.